Well, if you're ready for your fill of toy news, this episode will leave you in the state of dismay. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 219 for the week of Wednesday, 4th of May, 2016. I'm John, and with me tonight are... Ben. Justin. And Scott. This episode is being brought to you by Bam Kapow Collectibles and Davy Boy Toys and ActionFigureBlues.com, of course. Tonight, our Toys of the Week are the Hasbro Star Wars Black Tatooine Luke Skywalker, the Kotobukiya Lex Luthor and Red Robin Artifacts one-tenth scale statues, and the Flash one-sixth scale statue. Howdy, gents. How y'all doing tonight? Hooray! Good. Overjoyed. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm going to start from with good. Was I good? Uh, yeah, it you were good. good. Yeah. Justin? <laughs> Controversial. Well, shoot. <laughs> How are you doing? Mediocre should be a better, <laughs> a better term. Uh, I told you the woes and wherefores a few weeks ago, and this week, um, Elian's mum and dad, uh, her dad was experiencing some uh, dizzy spells. And so they had to go to the doctor. And whilst they're at the medical center, the mum who's fresh from having the heart surgery fell over one of the concrete pylons <gasps> that separate the um, car parking spots. Um, and Wushka fell on the side. And so whilst they're there at the at the medical center, an ambulance had to come and take her back to the hospital. <laughs> oh, wow. She's all, Gosh. Yeah. You guys She's have got right, bad but, juju. Um, oh, man. It's like I can tell you some other stuff. Off air, but <laughs> are you buying lottery tickets mm. just to balance mm. things? I should probably win about six million if I tried. <laughs> Good grief! At the moment, yeah. So apart from that, um, my wife is going away for two weeks, and she's taking our eldest daughter with her, and they're going to um, Bali, and they're going to um, have a working vacation. They're going to go and round up all the um, street dogs, and they're going to uh, spay and neuter them. Yay! Uh, this is the third time. <laughs> <laughs> They've been listening to the show. They've been listening to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the third time that um, Leanne's gone over and decided this time to take um, our eldest daughter as well to show her that um, life is not all about iPods and you yes. know, boyfriends mm. and journeys in cars. It's about uh, how people live in third world countries and, you know, at the base level, they, you know, malnourished and whatever dogs are just thrown the streets in Bali. They don't really have owners as such. They just basically roam the streets and any anywhere they can get a meal from is where they where they eat. So yeah, she's going and it's like a doctors without borders for um for vets and she's been to yeah. Thailand and she's been to Bali once before, so she's going back now as well. So that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's very awesome. Do they just let them free when they're done or Yeah, they, they do as much as they can. If they mm. they um check them all out. And they basically, you know, do what they can while they're whilst they're there in the time. But different cultures had different ways of doing things, I guess. And you know, that no one really owns the animals over there. They just they're left to wander to their own devices. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, Ben. Yeah. Um, do, do you have any like, you know, volunteering like, <laughs> awesome, you know, 
help the world kind of news this week? Or? Maybe I should have went last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, mine's all selfish. So I, uh, I don't think I helped anyone, not a single person. <laughs> but I did. Um, I, I went typical. Uh, you know, I did all the usual stuff. I, I went and saw Civil War and thoroughly enjoyed it. It's actually been a really good week for all the selfish stuff. I got a huge box of stuff from Mike S. Went and saw Civil War, um, uh, new Rob Zombie album this week. So that's a win. So it's all been really good stuff. But um, the highlight today was I went to the supermarket, which should normally be a fairly quick uh, trip, and my local supermarkets in this complex and you park underneath and I went down the ramp and went around to the the bit where I normally go and I came to a halt because there was a fellow trying to park his car and I didn't think the car spots were particularly tight but this guy was trying to park in one that had a concrete support pillar um, on, on one edge of it and so he was trying to get in without sort of scraping the side of his car and he was doing basically a 3,000-point turn trying to get this car in. And I just thought, it can't be that hard. I was almost, after sitting there for a few minutes watching him inch forward, you know, maybe 10 centimetres, four inches, then reverse back four inches, then try again and then try again. All the while his wife is walking around the car screeching at him in Klingon and she's waving her arms. And I thought those gestures... They don't correspond to any known language. Like it wasn't semaphore. It wasn't anything useful. And so she's wait. Well, yeah, she's waving at me to go past. And I thought I'm I'm not going anywhere near this. You know, this is this is going pear shaped any minute. And I just thought I, I was almost tempted to just put my car in park and then get out and, and offer to park it for him. It was it was that bad. They're only young. They're probably late twenties, thirty kind of thing. So she keeps screeching at him. Then, of course, he winds his window down. He's obviously had enough by now. So he starts screeching back at her. Meanwhile, he's going in and out like four inches, you know, here and there and turning the wheel full lock and everything. Uh, and then, fine. And of course, I'm, I'm in tears laughing. I just thought this was the most, you know, hysterical thing to watch. Like it was three stooges, like funny. It really was. Um, but then it actually got serious because he'd obviously had enough, put his car in reverse, reversed back, and then reversed straight into the car that was behind him. Uh, so, and so then I actually oh, had to sort awful. of put my car in park and then actually wait. And of course, they get out and they're checking the damage. Uh, and I thought, you know, are they going to do the right thing here and you know put a note under the windscreen or something? And I thought, great. Now I'm going to have to hang around and make sure they do the right thing. Uh, so, but almost on cue, the person who owned the uh, car on the receiving end came walking out and. <laughs> saw this car backed into his with these two people Klingon screeching at each other. <laughs> and, and then did, finally did, he moved did, his car. Did he pull out a, like, you know, um, tire and go, you kill my car, I kill your car. <laughs> That's right. Well, unfortunately, it didn't get any worse than that. But um, it, it, it did delay my trip by about 10 minutes. So, so yeah, anyway, other than that, yeah, all selfish. Good week. It's an art form, isn't it, parking? Oh, honestly. Uh, I, I do that on purpose, like, to pee everyone off in the car. So we <laughs> drive, I drive a, a minivan <laughs> and I make about a thousand, turn, like, point turns until someone says, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so it's you. 
<laughs> you know, like Austin Powers when the steamroller is coming down or whatever it is down that little narrow and he's trying to turn the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, the golf cart thing. Yeah. That's funny. I, uh, I prefer to have pull-through spots. Well, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. time of day, there was um, there was no option for that. So. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I can't parallel park to save my life. Well, you know, it's funny because I, I my I have two lame superpowers. Um, one <laughs> is um, long distance proofreading. Um, like I just I I don't know what it is, but I can just spot a grammatical error from a mile away. And um, if I ever know. need to save anyone's <laughs> life, but you know, it's don't hate me because I'm special. I, you, know, you um, party animal. Yeah, but then my other my other lame superpower is parallel parking. Doctor whom? <laughs> no, my, my, my other lame superpower is parallel parking. Like, I, and it's only because when I came to Australia and had to do like my driving test for my license in Australia, and I had to learn how to drive on the other side of the road and whatever. And uh, my father-in-law, who sadly just passed away at the beginning of this year, actually uh, took me out in his car, and and he just kind of taught me the trick of you know, how to line up your car and where to, when to turn, like when, when to start turning the wheel. And so I can get my car in anywhere. It was awesome. <laughs> you're, you're, you're George from Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a funny thing. Cause I wouldn't uh, say, you know, I'm not particularly talented at, in many things, but I can parallel park. I remember when I took my driver's test, there was a, about eight inches of snow that night before. And I took it at like six thirty in the morning. So there was like no cars on the road. So when I parallel parked, I just <laughs> zipped right in. Um, yeah. The first time that I did my driver's test, so I was you know sixteen, and you, my mum took me to the place and had my parents' um, Oldsmobile station wagon, and we pulled out of the testing center, and uh, I turned um, right. And a person was walking along the side of the road, walking their dog, which promptly ran out in front of me and went under the car. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so we had to stop, and the dog died. And died. Oh, my God. Oh, I'd never drive again. And the, and the um, instructor was like, look, that was totally not your fault. Like, she didn't have the dog. <laughs> She didn't have the dog properly you know, restrained and da, da, da. we can go back and start again if you want to, or you can come back. And I was like, oh, I, I'd rather come Same back time next week. Yeah. I'd rather come back. And so then I went, had to go in and then got to my mum and say, oh, let's go. And she was like, Oh, you know, you're just joking. You passed, go get your photo taken. And I'm like, no, mum, we really we need to go. Like I have to come back. She's like, Oh, stop being so funny. And I'm like, I killed a dog, mom. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave. Okay. Can you, can you imagine the guy, the instructor, he's gone uh, back in there and there's probably other instructors waiting around and he's like, you guys are not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> One for the books. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You are George uh, from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, uh, well, speaking of selfless things, my um, day started by taking uh, Miss 15 to get uh, injections to go to Cambodia to teach English in a little refugee school, um, cause, which is doing it doing in the middle of the year. Um, and she hates needles, but we've, this is round two of three because she's got to have uh, 
injections for typhoid and uh, the different like hepatitis A, hepatitis C, uh, 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 sorry, B, sorry. Um, and I can't remember something else. And so great fun. I'm like, just think of the children that yeah. need you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The hepatitis ones are hard because those are those intermuscular ones and they, they hurt yeah. like hell. Yeah. So unpleasant. Um, un, unpleasant. And then she had to go play basketball. She was, she, um, had school cross country, uh, yesterday, which she accidentally won. Um, because she, she, she's, I hate it when that happens. Well, like she's this competitive person who, but doesn't want to have to let go. Cause if they come, you know, first to whatever, then they have to go to the next level, like to district, whatever. So usually every year we get, Oh dang it. I accidentally qualified for this. And this time it was, Oh, I accidentally won. Um, but actually she, she got a medal. She was quite happy. So yeah, that, that would be so awesome. Pumping yourself up in the change rooms. It's like, come on, you be mediocre. Be mediocre. That's right. Yeah. Come seventh. Be mediocre. Come seventh. She just, yeah. She's, oh my hammy, my hammy! I know, I don't know where it comes from. I, I, I had, I actually had to deal with a bit of an issue mm. with something to do with sport and stuff at her school this week, and I'm trying to explain, you know, to the person I'm dealing with, like, look, this isn't actually coming from me. Like, I'm not a pushy sport parent. I'm like the most unsporty, uncompetitive person that you could meet the notion of doing more sport than you mandatory have to do at school is completely alien to me. Um, you know, so this is, I'm not pushy sport parent trying to push my kid in. I've got this, you know, bizarre intrinsically motivated sporty kid that wants to do this. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> oh, that's good. So what about you, Mr. Nerd? Um, I think I talked about getting a graphics card for, for Mrs. Nerd not too uh, long yes. ago. Yes. Um, so a bit, of a bit of a gamer, is she? Uh, yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait to see her this. So we were at a uh, Walmart the other night and they had a 32 inch TV for $118. What? So, so she now has a 32 inch monitor <laughs> and, a and a 20 inch monitor. And she needs nice. this because. Well, she does a lot of, she works from home, so okay, she does a lot of enough. Photoshop work and fair stuff. Enough, so, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. It's not, not unwarranted. So, okay. but, but it's, yeah, it's, cool. it's, it's comically huge. <laughs> but we, we, we were trying to get that all arranged yesterday and it, it's complicated because, you know, obviously your desk isn't intended to hold that big a monitor. <laughs> 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 and then getting all the cords to work right and be long enough. And yeah, it was one of those deals. That's like 0.75 world problems, isn't it? Uh, yeah. First world. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and there was actually a point when we were at the store and I was like, you know, for that price. <laughs> you got two. I, I almost did. I almost did. <laughs> the AFB podcast script never looks so good. But, um, now uh, we've we actually ended up buying a we, her smaller monitor, her twenty inch was actually a little big to fit on her desk, so we got her a little smaller one. So her she actually got rid of two monitors. So now I'm going to upgrade my second monitor, which is like an old fifteen inch, mm. you know, square flat panel. So wow. um, I'm going to move up to two twenty inch. I think is what I'll end up having. But I'm actually going to try and hook three up, maybe. Very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> the back cave. Yeah, we'll work on it later today. That, that's my, my, my project for today. Oh, and my chair. Um, 
my chair's broken. So mm-hmm. if you, you hear a big crash in the middle of the podcast, it's because my chair has finally gave way underneath me. Where's Where's Adam <laughs> when we need him? Uh, it like leans to one ass. side, and um, so awesome. it might break off any minute now. Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah, it is. All right, I'm sure it'll be comical though. Oh, right, just hit mute before it's whole. I'll probably break toys on the way down, so it'll be. You'll, you'll hear this like <laughs> slow motion. No. <laughs> and then, Put all your muppets then, away. Uh, they're nowhere near my desk. The little geek, geek sobbing in the background. Yeah. My baby. It's, it's it's nothing expensive around my desk, like figure arts or anything. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably get started with some news before my chair completely collapses. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no damn. Here's the new Star Wars Death Star Space Station that you put together. Action figures each sold separately. Darth Vader's firing a laser cannon. It's been hit. He's after Luke. Take the elevator. Hurry. Now cross the light bridge. You won't escape me. Jump, Luke. Oh, no. The trash compactor. There's a trash monster. The wall's closing. Save. Kenner's new Star Wars Death Star Space Station. Action figures each sold separately. Well, you guys know us, and before we start off and go into all the goodness that is reviews and things going on and in-depth looks at things, we start with news because you guys love the news for some reason. I think you love the news. Tell us if you love the news. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) this is where we talk about the news. And, you know, we're not going to tell you about all the news, just the news that we happen to like. Or maybe dislike, or maybe some of us like and some of us dislike. Anyway, we're going to get some articulated news. But before we do, if you would like to follow along with the news, you can always go to actionfigureblues.com, and all the links are there. So you can just click along with them, and you know you can set up your own tabs and, and, and be like John and have all your tabs arranged when, as you're listening. So it'd be good. But to start us off, Ben, tell us where I should go on my first tab. Well... I'm pretty excited about the news this week, and the uh, some really good stuff came out of Monster Palooza, which is uh, a really big show in the US for um, horror fans in particular. Um, well, not so much horror, but you know all those that that side of the world. And Pop Culture Shock, who uh, we continually talk about doing these uh, one quarter and one third scale statues, uh, Street Fighter and Masters of the Universe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, um, came out with some pretty cool news that they are now going to be doing action figures, which is awesome. So these, um, uh, they, we got some news that they're doing both 7-inch and 12-inch action figures, and they are horror-themed. And the first two licenses uh, off the, well, first cabs off the rank are An American Wealth in London and John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, two of my all-time favourite horror movies, and I think John Carpenter's The Thing is possibly even in my sort of top 20 films of all time. I think it's just uh, it's, it's just a masterpiece in terms of um, tension and uh, that sort of thing. So we've got some really cool pics of the prototypes uh, for An American Wealth in London. Um, we get uh, we get the well the the, the titular titular wolf. Uh, in his quadruped uh, pose, and we get Jack and David figures. So this is them when they're doing the touristy thing. So they've got their parkers and backpacks and stuff on. Uh, not painted up, just in the, the prototype sort of grey look. And the first figure for John Carpenter's The Thing is, of course, McCready, which is uh, Kurt Russell. And uh, everybody loves Kurt Russell, and if you don't, 
then there's something wrong with you. Um, <laughs> what's really cool is they also announced in the 12-inch line the same characters. So we get uh, the same two guys in there, which looks really cool because in the 12-inch yeah. figures they've actually got um, proper ski parkers that actually look like, you know, poofy ski parkers. And, yeah, they actually look really good. Apparently they're still working on David Norton's uh, portrait, but um, I actually think, I think they look fantastic. Good. Yeah, they've got really realistic-looking denim, um, dirty boots, I notice. That was really cool. Uh, but the exciting one for me was the 12-inch McCready figure. So this is Kurt Russell uh, with the flamethrower and the dynamite. So from a specific point in the film, he also comes with the, um, the spider head uh, creature. Uh, these are great. I love them. 7-inch uh, figures in particular. I'm really excited. Uh, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell was featured in, I think it was the Movie Maniacs line in his um, ah. escape. Escape from New York uh, guys, also John Carpenter. But, um, yeah, look, I, I just love the thing. For some reason, I was thinking they've done enough. Somebody has done a figure of him before. but um, I, was, I think we certainly had Jack Burton in um, yeah. we had Jack Burton in the reaction figures, and we also had, um, 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 we also had uh, Snake Plissken in the 12-inch line from Sideshow. I was thinking they did a figure from the thing um, in Movie Maniacs, but I don't remember what it was. They've done the thing. Or uh, they've done, they've done the things. Uh, um, creatures. Creature. Oh, I have no idea what I'm talking about. You know, the, the, the things Spot from head. the thing. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, this is awesome. I just think this is great. Uh, not just because of the licenses that they've selected and also the um, – scales that they've selected but you know someone else who's coming into the market to do you know action figures in these scales uh, the more the merrier i say um these look like they'll fit in nicely with the, the necker seven inch figures so hooray i'll be interested I'm to wondering. see what sort of distribution um they get for these because it's great to see another player in this space i mean this is obviously the kind of necker um, space these sort of licenses, but the, the detail here looks amazing. Be interesting mm. to see how widely these end up getting distributed. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, wondering what true. their price point on their 12 inch figures is going to be. Yeah, every now and then I, I, I get a shock when I see a new 12 inch figure and I see a price to go with it, and I think, oh, that's pretty reasonable. And then there are others where I think, hmm, that's a lot more than I was thinking. So, you know, I don't think I could even you know, go for a ballpark guess on, I mean, yeah. look, maybe 200 us. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty cool getting the, the spider head with, with McCready as well. So, um, I think most of the other incarnations of the thing would just be too hard to do. Um, but, uh, anyway, so that was awesome news. Um, moving on also, uh, a lot of this sort of news, uh, obviously came out over monster Palooza and we got some stuff from Necker. And they are continuing their ultimate uh, line of seven-inch figures with a new Terminator figure, and this is the ultimate police station assault T-800. So this is Arnie in kind of his earliest guise before he gets uh, rather damaged, and uh, this is obviously when he goes into the police station and uh, basically turns everyone into Swiss cheese. So <laughs> we get uh, old spoilers. seven-inch. Yeah, old spoilers. Uh, old spoilers. Um we get, oh, did I mention that that werewolf is actually, you know, 
Oh, yeah, maybe that's a spoiler too. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Probably just ruins, you know, American Wealth in London. Oh, man. Um, I was so going to watch don't that. Watch it in America. Yep. Don't watch an American Wealth in Paris. It's pretty ordinary. Um, all right, so this is seven-inch Arnie in uh, the motorcycle jacket, etc. before he goes into the police station. So we get him with three heads. Uh, we get him with sunglasses, a little bit of damage and lots of damage. He comes with uh, a set of um, spare fingerless type actually it looks like he's got um looks like he's got you know holdy hands and shooty hands uh to be technical um comes with the assault rifle the shotgun and the revolver so um this will be another one of those ones in the really nifty uh, window box packaging with the flap over it um, which i quite um quite like where necker are going with that so i think that's the cool. down there oh, sorry and they just say, at last, a definitive collector's version of the Terminator and his iconic look from the original. Haven't they done one before of the the first time he turns up for the police station? I guess it's a bit cheeky because they have the license, right? So they can say, at last, a definitive collector's version when they already well, maybe done Maybe one. they <laughs> throw in a few extras and repackage it. Yeah, okay. This is one of those clamshell, not clamshell, but boxed ones, isn't it? Where it has mm, the fold-out, I, I think, because it's the ultimate... And then yeah. normally comes with all the all the heads instead of just one. Yeah, you do. And uh, and I, uh, from memory, one of them is likely to be a new head. If, yeah. But also in the news from NECA and uh, Happy Aliens Day uh, was thirty years ago that Aliens hit the cinemas, and I can remember sitting in the, the the cinema watching this film and being absolutely blown away. So much so that I saw it again the next day. Um, love it, love it, love it, and hooray, 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 new figures revealed. Um, we are finally getting a Newt figure, so this is pretty nifty. Uh, Newt comes with um, a doll's head and um, the marine helmet that she's wearing at one point during the film. Um, she's got a fairly sort of bland expression on her face, but um, it actually does look quite close to her from the... Um, from the movie, and uh, John is she suitably uh, worn oh, and oh, yeah. dirty for you? This looks great. <laughs> this looks great. She's um, she's pretty beat up. The poor, the poor sweet girl. Um, so yeah, she's got quite a few uh, accessories. Actually, looks like there's a um, what do you call it? like the the early version of the the iPad thingy, um, as well as the the container. No, uh, that's that's not an iPad. That's her spelling bee award or something, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like oh, they, they find that when up. in I Ripley finds that at some point. Yeah, yeah, that's right. When she's um, yeah, when she goes back looking for her. Uh, yeah, so that's really cool news. So I love the doll's no mention. It's really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what they they did that was cool is they actually let her actress um kind of mm. announce the figure too, mm-hmm. mm, yeah. which was neat on Twitter. So very fun Twitter feed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're obviously going to get some more information about this, so no mention of which wave she'll be in or when that figure will be released. Um, uh, and as much as I wanted a figure of Newt, I am way more excited about the next bit of Aliens news, and that is the next wave of Aliens figures from NECA features um, the al- albino, albino alien, which was um, uh, a concept figure from the original uh, Aliens script, but... Hooray, huzzah, we're getting two new colonial marines, and that is Private Vasquez and Private Frost. So if you remember Vasquez, she's the uh, small lass with the big attitude. 
um, who carries that really huge gun opposite um, Drake. Um, so we're finally getting uh, Jeanette Vasquez, and she looks fantastic. I was looking at the solicitation, solicitation images, um, and she's got that sort of surly mm, kind of look on her face that she did in the film, her red bandana, et cetera. Uh, this is the first time we're getting the um, the large support uh, weapon, whose uh, name I forget. And then we're also getting um, Frost, Rico Frost. Um, if you don't remember, Frost was actually in um, the other squad of aliens that um, basically get attacked. And uh, from um, I think it's Dietrich actually sets him on fire. So uh, not one of the... Um, more popular Marines, so it's certainly not Sergeant Apone or anything, but, hey, I, um, I'm pretty excited about this because I recently made some space and I set up my aliens and uh, my colonial Marines and the alien queen, etc. and that was actually pretty exciting, sort of digging them all out and finally getting them into one display. So getting uh, a couple more Marines to put into the display is very awesome in, indeed. In, in old spoilers, how, how long does, does Frost make it? Um, he's in that, that first group of mm. when, when things first go pear-shaped. Um, so there's actually two teams. He's in the rifle team that goes in first and they basically get attacked and it's sort of they're trying to um, get a beat on the aliens, et cetera, and it all goes pear-shaped. And when Dietrich gets hit, she, um, she sets him on fire. So, yeah, he doesn't last a <laughs> particularly long time. I wonder so. if we'll get a flaming version. <laughs> well, well, you would have to ask that um, question about Drake. Um, you know, when Drake comes out, are we going to get the uh, the scarred head or the non-scarred? Mm. So, yeah, so that's very cool. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I saw a lot of chatter on all all three of these figures. Actually, mostly Vasquez and the Alien, but um, on Twitter this week. So, yeah, people are very excited for these. I love that movie. Yeah. It is it is a classic. So, so yeah, Aliens news, John Carpenter's The Thing news. Good week. <laughs> uh, That's well, my news. I've got a couple of things, first of all, that we talked about last week as previews um, that now have been fully solicited, and those are the Sideshow Collectibles Batman TV series Batman and Catwoman premium format figures. We saw these uh, uh, previews last week, but now we have the real thing. Um, the, uh, we weren't sure last week about the Batman pose. We couldn't see the whole thing. It is an action-y, uh, pose. It's not a kind of bland vanilla thing, but I actually really, really like it. Um, you know, I think it could be a bit polarizing, uh, because it is, um, you know, not your kind of standard pose you might expect, but I actually think it's really groovy. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. It's an- He's in mid pal. <laughs> he's, he's in mid pal. That's that. That is exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. He he's in mid kapow or um, <laughs> blamo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. that's exactly Just what it looks some like. Words, so. um, fabric cape, which I think is you know mm. essential here um, for it to, to kind of make this work. Um, beautiful job on the um, likeness. The Adam West likeness, I think, is just what's the face chin likeness right but it's just stunning mm. um really yeah. stunning yeah and uh and quarter i was going to say quarter scale is is renowned for their use of mixed media and 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 the fabric and if ever there was 
a character that was going to work well with uh, a fabric costume. Absolutely. It was, was going to be this. So, Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff. Yep. Really nicely done. And uh, that's going to run you cost you four fifty US. Um, this is these are sideshow exclusive in that they are uh, exclusive to sideshow. So I'm not sure how that's different from uh, say you know your Marvel premium format figures etc. That you know ultimately sideshow yeah. distributes them. So they've got the sideshow exclusive tag, but that doesn't mean that there are any extras. I just wonder whether this means that they'll be produced in a sort of a, a lowish number, and you know you won't be able to get them through Big Bad or okay. anyone like that. Maybe, perhaps, perhaps Maybe. that's what it means. Mm. Exclusively available through Sideshow. Okay, there you go. Um, and then mm. the Julie Newmar Catwoman. Um, this is a Mark Newman sculpt. Say no more. Right. No. <laughs> I, I have two uh, questions for you guys. Um, first, where are you guys with the bases on these? Uh, in that they're not very big, uh, or they're not very they're not very big, but they're also very 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 plain. Um, I don't. Yeah. I would almost expect something a little louder for sixty six Batman. I'm happy with them because it doesn't have an actual. I, I don't mind the bat signal, the bat logo being mm-hmm. on Batman's base because I, I'm just not a fan of when it's written. So <laughs> really, you know, no no one actually stands on a base with their own name on it. I've never but heard a logo. Say that before. Like, tell us more. Like my cube bed work has okay, my name uh, on it. I'm leaving now. <laughs> I like at movies when you see a superhero movie and at the end they put in big bold letters just as you've watched the movie. I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose that they're uh, they're pretty small for a premium format, um, but I I think for this that's okay if it's a way of kind of keeping the cost you know um, from being any higher, um, and it may be because they've really gone. Uh, all out in terms of costume fabrication um, because both of these, like the, the Catwoman um, appears to me to be, that's not sculpted. That is a, you know, actual, uh, well, you know, faux leather costume. And so maybe the trade off for that is not big bases. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have another comment, but that would imply that I came back. So I have to stop. Uh, no, I, <laughs> hey, I'm, actually- I'm with you on that. You know that. <laughs> I do like how the bases are consistent, which is nice. This is where I, I like, you know, I was looking at what you said with the Batman and the action pose. That looked good. But when I see them together, I, I don't know about it. They, they look odd together with him in mid kapow mm-hmm. and her mm-hmm. kind of standing there. Yeah. Maybe uh, Robin will be in the, a pose somewhere and be in the middle. Yeah. I'm assuming these aren't going to be the only pieces. And so hopefully there'll be some uh, better kind of juxtaposition of the poses once you have more um, characters in there. But I would agree on that. Um, Last week, I think it was, we talked about the Batgirl Arkham Knight Play Arts Kai uh, figure, and this week we have a Nightwing to go with her. Um, So, again, these are obviously from the video game, um, but something that I like about them is that they are more comic accurate than the um, variant line. Uh, I don't think I'll, you know, I I can't kind of come back to this stuff now because I've kind of given it away, although I really did like that Batgirl. But I think it's great to see Nightwing added to the mix. Um, The one thing about the Play Arts Kai stuff is, you know, if you have a look at uh, the link in our on our website, which is um, to the solicited Big Bad Toy Store, the the bases 
are pretty ugly and intrusive. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that, uh, that there's got to be a better way. And also, I have to say, from having you know, a lot, a lot of these not super usable and practical. They're a bit those uh, rotating arch uh, plastic things are actually a bit kind of hard to use. They're, they're very kind of big and get in the way. Uh, I feel like there's room to innovate in that uh, display stand space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not my thing at all. I mean, I love all the extras that it comes with and you get the cool little batarang and, you know, just battens and everything. But the the design, you know, full credit to the game designers, but it's just way too busy for me. Indeed. You know, I don't like. I'm, I'm, I don't understand what's happening on his shoulders with the, the little blue triangles, whether that's just supposed to be an extension of the, the blue thing on his chest or, yeah, it's just a, a bit, bit too happening for me. <laughs> Um, well, if that was too busy for you, then this next item um, <laughs> may cause you um, heart palpitations. Um, this is uh, still Arkham Knight, but we're now uh, with Prime One Studio, and we have the Arkham Knight Robin, and this is a oh, I don't know what's what scale it's is it? This is the museum master line, um, thirty-one. <laughs> yeah, one third. One third. Okay, so thirty-one inches um, tall. Uh, so much, Robin, and it's a it's a rather large and expensive version of a rather peculiar looking version of Robin. Um, this looks like you know your uncle um, just got out of jail and dressed up as Robin. Robin to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> very specific. Yeah. Do you do realize? Um, this is actually Tim Drake, by the way. Uh, well, he just got out of jail and he's middle-aged. I don't know. Do you have a problem with shaved heads? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just. It's just a weird. Like I, I can see this as an action figure. I can even see it as you know a play arts Kai, um, but a one-third scale statue, which by the way is going to cost you nine hundred dollars US plus shipping. I just don't see the market for this, but I'm sure I'm wrong. I mean, you know, this is this is a fully grown Tim Drake. This is this is an adult Tim Drake. It's um, you know, not the the young teenager that we know and love. Um, but you know, it's in keeping, I guess, with you know the rest of the statues in the series. And hey, if you're not poor after buying the first four, well, you know, <laughs> I, I like this better than the Batman Beyond. Huh? I can actually yeah. rationalize this in my head. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Look on. You know, the only one I've actually three liked heads? It. Two heads? Three heads? Uh, Are they different two. heads or different faces? Like, yeah. Well, I assume so it's head. I think it's whole head. Oh, yeah, they a right, picture yeah. of them together. Yeah. So, and, you know, there's a hooded version, a uh, very angry um, looking version. Other than that, or he's um, looking in the mirror to see if he's got something caught in his teeth. I'm not sure. Um, sure. And then there's the just kind of plain one, um, but there I you did go. love the, the death stroke in this series. That's the the one that sort of has stood out to me. Look, the, the, there there is definitely um, space for this prime one. is quite popular in some of the statue collecting circles, but you know I think this is uh, it's just the price tag on it that I'm like wow I don't get it. But there you go. I like the base. 
they're consistent. Mm. Mm. I would say the um, the hood is actually mixed media, so yeah, it comes up with two down. heads, and you can put the hood on. So, yeah. hmm. huh. not for me. What is for you, Ben? Tell us, tell us something that is for you. Oh, all that or maybe okay. not for you, or something. Damn it! You're just mocking me now, aren't you? I don't know. <laughs> Should I go? Yeah, do it. Oh, so, crap. Sorry. <laughs> Colors confused me. Uh, I knew I, what was well, going on. I was like, man, that's passive aggressive. I have no idea what. <laughs> Colors confuse me. You're, you're only the host. We, we, we didn't expect you to be able to run with it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, somebody rearranged their tabs after I opened them all and messed me up. That's what happened. Yeah. Huh. Who, who did that? Nobody here but Justin. Yeah. Maybe you just need a bigger monitor. I, th- I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Same with three. I could actually keep the script open in one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good news for everyone that put in money for the Kickstarter this week to see Civil War make it to the big screen. Hooray! <laughs> and out of that, we're getting a, a, a few things associated with yeah, knickknacks that are that are coming out with it as well, and one of those is from Hot Toys. It's a Black Widow six scale figure by Hot Toys. Um, now, the first thing that is striking about this is the face sculpt of uh, Scar Joe, as the young kids call her. Um, it's quite impressive. It's very good. Um, if I had to come across her in battle, I think I'd just stop and look into her eyes and it'd be all over. <laughs> I like she's got um, longer hair again. Hmm. And um, I'm ch- like, I don't know, I must be getting old, but the costume in the movie looked a little bit different than this one. But anyway, now I'm oh, seeing it for longer periods of time. And, yeah. So, yeah, this is from uh, our good friends at um, Hot Toys this week. Uh, mentioned all the good bits that are coming in, the size just under 12 inches. But um, if you look down into the bonus extras, um, the good and exciting part about this comes with a little Ant-Man in crouching position Aww. who is approximately three centimetres tall. Um, the well, price on this will run you 219 US. That's reasonable. Can I just say something about Civil War that is not even remotely spoilery? Spoilery? Mm-hmm. Like, so unspoilery. I enjoyed the movie so much, I was actually considering my first non-comic hot toy. Whoa. I, I I so enjoyed the movie. Um, was it performances? One? It wasn't this one, um, mm. but I, I was tempted to get movie hot toys, and I don't do movie figures, mm. so there you go. <sighs> yeah, so can't really mention more. It's um, due out twenty September and November this year. So something I don't know. You do think people update when the new movie comes out, and they keep the ones from the other wonder. books as well. I, I could yeah. see because of the hair on this one. Mm. So this is what her fourth one must be. Yeah, well, she, she would be. have got one from Captain America as well. So, oh, hang on, if she had oh. one for Iron Man two, then she First did. Avenger, yes. not First Avenger for um, Winter yep. Soldier, then the two Avengers. Is this potentially her fifth hot toy? Yeah, it must be crazy. Good grief! I like this outfit too. Maybe this is the one I've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the rights still extend to every figure that's made or just one one like likeness, or does it get done with every movie that comes out? Do you probably, think she sees Hot Toys money every time it comes out? Probably depends on the – she probably doesn't. Well, she might. Hard to say. Depends on how their deal's written. Everybody's could be different. 
Mm. I'm going to move on to uh, something that was apparently quite controversial last week or had to be explained. So <laughs> I've been told to keep to the basics on this one. So four lom <laughs> by the producer uh, <laughs> in six scale by uh, Sideshow exclusive. Uh, this figure will cost you. <laughs> It'll cost $210 US. Um, so all the good bits are there again. This is C-3PO with a fly head. Is that correct? 12 That's inches. Correct. It's actually more uh, like, like a Death Star droid because he has the different upper armor. His chest plate's different than 3PO's. Is that a blood stain on the chest or something else? I don't know. Okay. He, uh-huh. he looks nicely weathered. Yeah. yeah. It's I, very I like, much like the action figure that came out in Love the eyes on this one. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to work out: is that just light reflecting off them, or are they potentially translucent? Translucent. I think uh, it's just light. I think they're just really glossy, and it's light. Yeah, there's nothing down in the in the blurb about that, but yeah, he creeped me out as a kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I want to know the mm. same thing about the the uh, green lighty stuff because. Sometimes they can, you know, if it, it, they can achieve stuff in photos that are actually then hard in real life. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a bit of Photoshop, you think? Yeah, I think it's just the way it's lit. Oh, that's what I, I mean. Think. More the lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is yeah, when I was a, yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah. Just by yeah. then. Yeah. Um, as a kid, I always wondered, um, without all the information we have now, that when you had uh, the robot bounty hunters, like, what do they need money for? <laughs> Do you ever wonder? I, I didn't. I didn't get it as a kid. Yeah. Okay. I the orphans, I, I, man. I, I recommend you find the book uh, Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Mm. I don't. I see. In my mind, it's better that <laughs> they do other stuff with the money. <laughs> I have that book. It's really good. So I recommend it. <laughs> Although it's not canon anymore, so I don't know. It's mm-hmm. up to you guys. Okay. Read, read well, I'm gonna, okay. This guy's an automatic win for me because I've got um, IG-88 and Bosk and I've got Boba Fett coming from Hot Toys, so mm. this is just cool. Yeah. It's up the rogues gallery of the bounty. bounty no, I just need Dengar. Yeah. Oh. Oh, do you think they'll ever get, uh, ever get made? Well, I hope Dengar? they get Dengar. And then I just need four long and it's all been. But oh. Den- Dengar's actually in Return of the Jedi too, so I would think that they should have made him first. What do I know? Mm. You have to have a widescreen <laughs> version of it. Oh, I was going to ask, is he in Jabba's palace? Yeah, he's in Jabba's yeah, palace. Yeah. He's standing at the end, like the corner of the throne. You oh. can see him in a couple of scenes. Mm. Okay. I'm going to move on to a... Mm. <laughs> Some, uh, it's amazing the amount of Star Wars knowledge I have that I never use anymore. Hmm. <laughs> 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 moving right along to... Uh, we pronounce this Mayfix, don't we? By Medicom. Medicom. This is the uh, miracle action figure. So this is the nightmare uh, Batman from Batman vs Superman. Probably think one of the greatest fight scenes in Batman cinematic history when he uh, <laughs> just fights in there with such purpose and such uh, I don't know overhandness if that's a word. <laughs> it is now. So, it is now. So this is going to cost you fifty four ninety nine. One thing you look through the um, the profile pictures. There's one there with uh, an unmasked Affleck, and I think they've done him some favors there. They've de-aged him by about ten years and huh. put put a bit of brown through his hair. But otherwise, it's a it's a very good looking figure. Have and, uh, um, Have we all seen the movie yet? 
No, but you won't ruin it for me. <laughs> we need to uh, work out what what year we're up to in seeing movies, so <laughs> we can talk. Yeah, fair enough. You can you can talk about this one. It's not going to be on my list until it comes on HBO. Ooh. It should be on your list. Got a I, bad rap, but it's. A I agree. I loved it. I just yeah. I I don't know. It's it's not for me. Okay. Okay. Well, this one is uh, 20 points of articulation and stands at over just over six inches tall. So we have goggles, interchangeable mast and unmasked, and binoculars, rifles, and pistol. It comes with a cow that Superman can hold off, uh, hold after yanking it off Batman's head. That's That's the most Scooby-Doo-looking mm. picture. Yeah, that well, is I really was... bizarre. Yeah. Getting a dismembered arm pulling the mask yeah. and then with the arm up, it looks like Affleck's doing his hair. Yeah. <laughs> looks like he's, you know, just running his hand through his hair. So like Fonzie. My hair, my hair. Yeah. Gonna look his best. Pull the mask off and he's there. You meddling kids. Uh, <laughs> old man McGillicuddy. <laughs> I can understand people getting a, an Affleck Batman and, and an armored version, but. Yeah, though, is anyone really asking for the Batman that appeared for like 38 seconds oh, in a dream sequence? That costume. You have Long to wonder, because of the number of versions of this we've seen, if it had a bigger role in pre-production. Yeah. It's, this is going to be rival, rivaling cosplay for oh, uh, yeah. Harley Quinn at, at Comic-Con. I bet you any money. There are going to be so many Nightmare Batmans. Yay. <laughs> anyway. Was there a night a Nightmare Batman series? Not like that. Uh, no, I don't think so. Not ringing the bells? Been, yeah, I couldn't remember. Because I know around the whole Bane thing, you know, they were all Nightfall, Night Quest, Night oh, yeah. Vision, Night, oh, you know. Nah. I no. couldn't remember if there was one that was Nightmare. Nah. Nah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, moving on to our good friends at Funko, we have a uh, Funko Aliens 3-pack, um, and looks like they, we action figure insider here has, has spoken to our good friend Reese <laughs> from last year, and you can see we've got Ripley, the Power Loader, and the Queen in this 3-pack, and they all look uh, very cute. Ben, would that be an app description? <laughs> <laughs> that Power Loader is, is very good. Yeah, I'm not a fan of reaction at all, but um, these these two look fun. This would be the sort of thing that you'd have on your desk. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Facing think, off yeah. against so, one another. I like that power loader. I really do. So do I. Now they, well, they weren't three and three quarter. The original aliens figures were they? Well, probably about a four inch, weren't they? Yeah, they were a little bigger. I think. I like it. I like the power loader. I kind of want that. It's pretty nifty. Oh, yeah, it's a good set. And, and I mean, hopefully that means there's enough legs in, in reaction to, to spin this out and do, um, you know, some of these deluxe sets. Yep. Which I, I can see, you know, the only thing that I could ever see myself getting into with the reaction things is the figures on their own just do not do it for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. I think you need something like this to, uh, like Ben said, some sort of uh, extra play set or yeah. something. Well, a uh, fr- friend of the podcast, Jared, who um, I know quite well, and he does the, the Thrill Me podcast, 
um, we both went to a local show a couple of weeks ago and, and I said, you know, what did you buy? And he said, I bought a reaction figure. <laughs> and he said, they're even more, more shit when you get them out of the blister. <laughs> so, yeah, they didn't manage to convert him. I like him. I like him. I don't care what you guys say. Good for you. Well, we like this I, one. I own one. Me too. That's the um, no, the Predator in the um, Thermal Vision. Oh, that's cool. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah, just the Rocketeer um, for me. Zero. I think I have about a half dozen of them now. Yeah. Opened the Rocketeer and instantly regretted it. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> uh, mm. I have the Rocketeer and I love it. So. No, I, I mean, like, I would just wish I hadn't taken it out of the packet. I understand mm. that. Yeah. I love mine, though. He looks good with my Indiana Jones, Jones figures. Oh, uh, fair enough. I can see that. True. Okay, well... We will move on to something that I'm sure that Scott will love. I don't know. Because I'm up, and our friends at Funko are continuing along with a world of pure imagination. And I won't sing it because I can't sing. <laughs> we are seeing Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory um, dorms and pop finals. And these are not the Tim Burton version. These are the um, classic uh, Gene Wilder version. We love you, Gene. Yeah. So, so for Dorbs, we're getting Willy Wonka and a Oompa Loompa that's looking very orange with green hair. And then um, what's weird is they actually don't show Willy Wonka as yeah. a pop vinyl. Uh, surely yeah. they're going to do him, though. Maybe yeah. Unless they've already Maybe done they him. Didn't. Is that possible? They may have done him already. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But this is all the kids. So you got Charlie and his uncle. Or, well, Grandpa Joe. I'm sorry, not his uncle. Um, I was going to say, Grandpa wow, Joe's, I'm so confused now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Grandpa Joe's holding uh, the, the fizzy soda, a bottle of that. He mm-hmm. looks very old man-ish. Um, Charlie's Grandpa old. Joe's a bastard. It's <laughs> a John Cleese pop. Yeah, because he spent all those years in bed just lying there getting fed uh, cabbage soup all those yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, And then the second he gets a ticket, oh, we've got <laughs> a golden weave. What the? <laughs> 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 Let me take his mom. We have really touched a sore subject here. <laughs> um, uh, Arnold has just informed me that Willy Wonka and Oompa Loompa already have pops. Ah, well, good. Thank you, Arnold. Uh, Charlie has his golden ticket, the aforementioned golden ticket. Veruca Salt has the uh, golden egg, which is cool. Um, the cool one is Mike TV actually yeah. comes with yeah. the little <laughs> mini Mike TV next yeah, to him in fun. pop form, and I, I think that's really cool. And then um, everybody's favorite Augustus Gloop has chocolate all over his mouth. You know, I, I grew up actually well thought out. Yeah, I, I grew up loving this movie, and then uh, when I um, read the book, um, it's really rather disturbing. Like, because <laughs> you know, in the book, the kids die; they don't, they don't just you know kind of get cleaned up or resized, or whatever. Like, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think my second grade teacher read us the book. Oh my gosh, did you have nightmares? Ah! I don't know. I was trying to remember. Yeah. It was a 70s. You could do that. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When um, my. It's so, yeah. so, go ahead. No, you go. When my eldest was little, I thought, you know, we used, we read every night, and I was like, oh, Wizard of Oz, let's read that. Oh my gosh. Mm. In the book, mm-hmm. like, and and so like I'm reading along, and then it's like you know, and then she chopped off his head, and I'm you know, like I can't yeah. read that, so I'm like, and then he went away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you know when 
people they decide to read you know the original fairy tales like the Hans yeah. Christian Andersen yeah. and the, you know the Brothers Grimm stuff and you know they read the originals and just go holy crap and yeah. mm. so, you know you have to tell them it's like these stories aren't kids stories no no, no one at any time said they were kids stories <laughs> yeah. is it just me or does Augustus's head look a little more rounded out than like to make him look chubby yeah they certainly haven't used a bigger buck if he can say buck it looks like his head's just a little more round to me. I don't know. Looks like a lot of new sculpting on many of these figures too. Hmm. I think they're cool. great. Yeah, I, I I like them all. I like them all. And moving on, because Funko just doesn't stop, um, they have introduced Harry Potter mystery minis. These are a little different style than some of their other minis have been. Um, I know at least one person that will love these, uh, but it looks like it's Harry, you know, Dumbledore, Hermione, Ron, you know, all the usual characters and all of their associated animals. So, you know, you've got the, the Phoenix and Voldemort and his, uh, he's got a, looks like a snake with him and Dobby and, uh, you know, owls and cats and so forth. So, so are they actually packaged together or am I, I am I going to buy one of these and get the cat i would don't know that's a good question um because it says the set also prominently features animals from the series so that implies to me that they're separate it's a bit weird i this there's a um, disney uh, mystery minis series that came out recently that looks like it's done but in the same style the same designer i have to say i don't like these as much as the other kind of mystery mini style. Yeah, there's some interesting variations, uh, like those new Looney Tunes, um, the the ones from Funko, and they're sort of quite stylized too. Yeah, um, mm. These will be a pass for me, although I will say if you're worried about getting a pet, I would suspect if you shake these, you could tell <laughs> in the box which, which one's. You, you know, which ones are which. And I would guess that if you shake a bunch of boxes, you could probably tell maybe Hagrid from the rest of them because he looks like he's probably the biggest one. Uh, I'm on, I, I can't do any more shaking. I'm on my second morning at my local comic shop. <laughs> well, I do it, I do it at Walgreens and they don't seem to care. No. Thanks. No, 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 no. Harry with his glasses looks cute. I mean, I've got my um, Ursula and Peter Pan still here from the great, you know, final stab at the blind box success. And uh, they're so <laughs> fun. And I, I really love that style. They're, you know, action-y, more, more kind of action poses, you know. And I, I, these, I, they look, I don't like them. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I have to say, I'm though. Hoping. No, no, you're right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just have to say, Peter Pan, though, has not, not well-balanced. She's actually hard to stand up. Mm. It's a bit annoying. I'm sorry. Well, maybe this next <laughs> bit of news will make you happy. Okay. Pharrell Williams is getting a real action hero figure. Oh, so if you've ever so wanted a 12-inch um, Pharrell Williams, you know. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I that. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while I get one in there. Um this is Pharrell. He's got a, like a red leather jacket on and his uh, Mountie hat. So, well, that's good because that's how I'm most familiar with him. <laughs> He's got a, his unlaced hiking boots too, which I kind of annoys me. But that's just me. 
completely oh. impractical if there's suddenly a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. You think I, being, wanna, uh, I want to know why he doesn't come with his chair from The Voice. I think that'd be cool. I want to know what, um, what Smokey the Bear is no. wearing now. Um, Nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, Smokey the Bear must really be missing his hat. <laughs> well, there's more than one hat like that in the world. I don't know. A lot of state troopers in the South wear those. Yeah. I'm sure they've got a name. Uh, I'm sure they do. We'll have to get Arnold on that. Yeah, Stay tuned later this show. It's Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about the troopers, not the hat, yeah, then it's Bubba for sure. Send all hate mail too. <laughs> it doesn't get much hate mail because we haven't heard from Plan Banter. No, um, true. Yeah. I think they went off the air actually. They got so much hate mail. I think they went oh, off the air. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I keep meaning to ask, but then I don't want to ask. So <laughs> I don't want to know the truth. I'm waiting for the behind the music special, really. Um, yeah, or maybe the reunion <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. He um, this figure does have one, one or two little interesting things. One, the hat comes off, but then it looks like he's got a tattoo on the back of his neck, and it's blended between the headpiece and the neck piece. And it looks like it's pretty well done. Although for two hundred bucks mm-hmm. you'd want it to be, but um, well done, not well done. That's yeah. <laughs> no difference to me. Uh, <sighs> well, um, why? Why do they? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand. People must yeah, buy because it. People are going to oh, buy yeah. it. I mean, why they are we did... getting something like this when we could have, you know, Freddie Mercury. Um, we got Freddie Mercury as a figure art. I know, but why couldn't we get the, you know, in scale? I'm not 100 percent sure we haven't. I thought you were about to say you're not a Freddie Mercury fan, or something. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> let's see, they've done Daft Punk, but I mean, you've done Mike. They've done Michael Jackson too, so yeah. Well, he's deserving. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to know where the uh, you know Shakira figure is. That's what I want to see. <laughs> That's a completely different issue. <laughs> All right. You know what we should do. Just to get everybody, cleanse everybody's palate. Let's go do an installment mm-hmm. of Name That. Now it's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, also known as Engineer Nerd and Big Stud Muffin from TVandFilmToys.com, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. So, over to you, Studley. Now now I want muffins. <laughs> I've gone off him for life. It's breakfast time here, and uh, I'm kind of hungry. I can't, I can't look at a muffin ever again. Well... <laughs> I prefer pistachio, but they don't turn up real regularly around here. Anyway, we played a sound last week. Um, we'll, we'll play that here. Whip chains, hidden projectiles, and with flaming discs and a ghost fire gun, they destroy. So, guys. Yes. Any guesses on what this is? Ben? Uh, 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 uh. <gasps> That was one of my favorite toy lines. Specifically? I don't know. Well, let's see here. Uh, Centurions. Centurions. 
No, I, I haven't done a Centurions one in a while. I haven't yeah. done Centurions. Yeah, and it's not Josie and the Pussycats. Still, still <laughs> looking for a guess. commercial. <laughs> yeah, still looking for a commercial for that one. Justin, did you have a guess? Well, it's some sort of playset. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. Wrong. Ah. Well, mm. it's definitely from the eighties. No, it's not. Um, hidden projectiles was one of the things. Um, was it Mash? Mash or Mask? Mash. (laughs) Mash. Don't remember? Don't you remember when Hawkeye had his flaming discs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, I think that was a burning sensation caused by a nurse, but (laughs) that's a different thing. Yeah. Um, no, it's neither mask nor mash. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Dragon no. Ball Z. No. Oh, please tell us, John. Lord of the Rings. Uh, well, uh, Hellbot actually had no guess on this week, and he he disappointed oh, yeah. me. Yeah. Um. But Mister John Jones, Mister Johns, Mister Jones, Mister Jones. Oh, you're gonna get it wrong again. You upset him yeah. last time. I know. Well, he got this one right, and he got a point in the forum because he knew yeah. this was from Samurai Jack. Ghost- Ghost Rider. This was the Ghost Rider <laughs> series that they had yeah. in the nineties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I, I I saw that and I was like, oh, those I remember those. Those hung around on shelves forever. <laughs> the Silver Surfer ones. Uh, yeah. 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 So you knew that, and uh, congratulations, Mister Mister Jones, because uh, you're you're obviously becoming one of the Titans and battling it out with Hellbot for you know. Supreme name that person well, kind of thing. Mm. We should give somebody else a chance though, and see if somebody can sneak in there and and take down one of the you know the masters. And uh, we'll play a new sound right here. Mutants and aliens and clothes be You're looking for adventure with the We'll play it one more time just because we're nice. Mutants and aliens and clothes be You're looking for adventure with the And Justin, yes. If I thought I knew where that or what that is, where would I go? You would go to www.afbforum.com. And I can't remember exactly where else to go. <laughs> it, it's so <laughs> easy. It's so easy, though. You just go to there. You look for the name that thread. And Ben, what happens if they get it right? They get a very coveted forum point. And Scott? Yes. What, what can they get with that forum point? Well, for uh, this episode only, we are offering a trying set of commemorative AFB teaspoons. Um, and uh, they've each been engraved with one of our faces. And uh, you can have them um, sent to you. Uh, all you have to do is pay shipping. Um, um, yeah. I think the AFB forum traffic just halved. My my mom used to collect those little spoons. You know, you'd go on vacation somewhere, mm. a little spoon. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, totally. Mm, so did my mother. Mm. Yeah, they were cool. <laughs> they they sure were. Yeah, they were cool. Um, well, I think that's I, pretty. Can cool. I just say that I put absolutely no thought into what I'm going to say before you <laughs> ask me that question? No. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Yeah, every every episode, it's just like wherever the first piece of crap that comes to my mind, that's and what you went comes to teaspoons. Out, so. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I think we should bring <laughs> teaspoons back as a collectible. I, well, I think I'm still around. Next week on the te- 
teaspoon collecting for podcast. <laughs> you got to think it's coming around. Like they should do them for like movies. Oh, that'd be really nice. It's the Civil War commemorative teaspoon. No. You could have all the heroes' heads like on the end of them. No. Yep. Oh. You know, you do them in enamel. No. Pretty cool. Vince's <laughs> no. Why are you against this? I've got a great story about spoons. My mother collected them and she had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Like our dining room had about 30 of those big racks where each rack held three or four rows of spoons to the point where she didn't even have to, you know, go on, on vacation anywhere. People knew she collected them so they would actually pick them up for her. And I can remember one day she was cleaning the spoons, which she used to detest because there were so many of them and it took so long. And she was holding the wooden rack in her hands and um, one of the big ones. And she was chatting to me and she's like, why aren't you, and are you listening to me at all? And I went, um, mom, just put the rack down slowly. And she's like, why, why? And I said, just put it down slowly. And then you could see that moment in her eyes where the glint where she actually realized and she just screamed and hurled the rack in the air because there was this massive huntsman spider on the back of it. <laughs> and I just remember there being spoons absolutely everywhere. So, and she wouldn't, wouldn't come back in the room until it was gone. Now, you took my nice little spoon bit and turned it into a spider thing. And I That's really, correct. really, really hate that. <laughs> we, can, we can do that to everything. <laughs> I realize that. Yeah, we've pretty much got a huntsman story for absolutely every topic. For oh. all occasions, absolutely. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Are we still recording? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and if all Sorry, this everyone. Is, is too hard, come back on Tuesdays and Thursdays, tvandfilmtoys.com. We play the picture version. Still guess in the forum. Still get points. Still get spoons. Because we're bringing it back as a collectible. It's back. <laughs> it's back, baby. Oh, there'll be Walgreens exclusives. <laughs> and, and we'll be right back after this. Injustice makes him boil, evil makes him burn, and then Danny Ketch becomes the Ghost Rider. Flame Glow Ghost Rider, Blaze and Vengeance ride in the name of justice. Whip chains, hidden projectiles, and with flaming discs and a ghost fire gun, they destroy scum like Zarathos and Skinner. If evil makes you burn, ride with new Flame Glow Ghost Rider, defender of the innocent. Cycles come with figures, other figures sold separately. Well, it's time for every one of everybody's favorite segments because, you know, we do stuff on this show and everybody has a favorite segment. So it's got to be somebody's favorite segment. And this is Toy of the Week. And this week we have two Toys of the Week and Ben's going to kick us off with the first one and Ben, take it away. Huzzah! Thank you very much. Uh, I fell a little bit behind on Star Wars Black. I uh, was picking them a few of them up locally here in Australia and they were very wonky with their release schedule. So I finally got jack of all that and contacted the very dependable Mike S and got a whole stash of stuff from him. Biggest box I've ever received from a Mike S full of uh, mostly Star Wars black goodness. 
And uh, I managed to get the latest series that featured the, well, he's actually just called Luke Skywalker. Um, he, he's not sort of farm boy Luke or tattooing Luke or anything like that. He's just simply Luke Skywalker. So this is the, the latest series of Hasbro's Star Wars Black, the six-inch scale series, 2016 uh, release and acquisition. Uh, and so we've had many a Luke Skywalker so far. He uh, he's doing the uh, the best uh, of everybody. With what's this? This must be about his fifth figure, I believe. Um, and so this is Tatooine Luke. Um, interestingly, with this one, the first thing I noticed getting him out of the box is that he's actually a little taller than some of the other Lukes. Uh, he comes in at fourteen point five centimeters, or about five point seven inches tall. Um, I have to say I've been quite disappointed with the last couple. Um, Jedi Luke in particular was a bit of a fail for me. I, I just wasn't feeling that one at all. He's a, an absolute midget, and I just don't think the, the portrait was particularly well done. Uh, despite uh, my attempts to photograph this figure uh, from a number of angles, I just don't think I actually captured the likeness as I see it when he's in hand. Um I actually think this is a bit of a return to form the original Luke Skywalker that was in Wave One in his uh, in his flight gear, his orange flight gear. I thought had a particularly good head sculpt uh, for for Mark Hamill, and uh, as he appeared, uh, and this one feels like a, a return to form. Uh, I don't think I, you know, from the pictures, it just doesn't seem to to have been captured that well. But in hand, it's a really nice looking portrait so this is the usual window box that we get from hasbro for their star wars black this is the updated one uh, i'm not as big a fan of this particular window box compared to the earlier versions um, this one the, the, these new ones have this you know diagonal um, panel in the bottom right corner of the packaging which basically hides part of the figure uh, and I'm really not sure why they chose to, to make that change when the rest of the packaging is, is fairly consistent. Uh, it doesn't really add anything. What they add is a, an illustrated version of the character. Uh, in this particular case, it's not, not actually that good. Um, it doesn't look that much like Luke. Um, and so, you know, we miss part of the figure. Um, I think what's worst with these is you flip them around and you get a little bit of a bio on the character, but then there's no mention of the other figures in the wave. Uh, and all you get is that same illustration from the front um, produced in a bigger size. So, yeah, I think Hasbro could step up their game in terms of the, you know, the, the information and, the you know, the... I guess, the, the graphics on these. But, look, it is a window box. Uh, it is collector-friendly. Uh, doesn't take much to get the tray out. Um, nothing is difficult to get out of the tray, and the accessories are held in quite well. So no twist ties or, or anything like that. Um, one thing I was particularly disappointed with is whoever put the lightsaber in the tray for my figure um, didn't actually try that hard and the hilt of the lightsaber was um, not in all the way and so it was sitting on an awkward angle so I ended up with this lightsaber that was severely bent basically it, it looked like something that um, you know Darth Tyrannus would use so um, out with the uh, boiling water uh, and that that fi fixed it up quite well so uh, look you know, quick background, I was actually pretty excited to get this figure. Um, the last time I bought 
well, I'd been by it. My, my mother did, bless her. Uh, and the last time I actually got a, an action figure of Luke in his Tatooine gear was um, 39 years ago. Wow. And he, he the original uh, Luke Skywalker action figure, was the very first Star Wars figure I got, very first piece of Star Wars merchandise I got. Um, back in the day. So pretty exciting to, to get this figure again in six-inch scale. Uh, I've actually still got that original figure with me, which is actually pretty cool. Um, moving on, you know, in terms of sculpts, look, one thing that's interesting with this is they've chosen to go with the cloth. You know, what are we going to call this This kind of, uh, you know, tunic, kimono, gi? Smile. Uh, smock that he's wearing um you know this uh, this is a moo yeah well it is actually in places that's that's Bath one robe. of the, the peculiar things they've gone with it um they've gone with a mixed media feel so this is actually a cloth tunic and ah uh, look i don't think it even works particularly well on the six inch figure um getting him looking at him in the in the box he looks great and getting him out of the box he looks great but as soon as you start playing with the figure it all goes to hell in a handbasket um his his belt which is a separate piece starts to ride up almost as soon as you move the figure um of course the more you move the figure the more the the bathrobe moves and it starts to get sort of wonky and, and you're finding yourself having to sort of constantly adjust it to get it looking good again, pushing the belt back down, etc. Um, another consequence of having something that's like you know, this particular format uh, is it covers up a lot of the figures. So in terms of sculpting, there's really not that much to, to comment about. I, I commented about the head sculpt and I think they've actually done a, a pretty decent job with this one. The hair looks good. Um, Unfortunately, they've chosen to cast the flesh tone rather than paint it, so it comes across really, really glossy. So he constantly looks like he's got a, uh, a bit of the sweats going on. Um, the rest of the figure is fairly generic. You've got those uh, those rap-style boots and, of course, his, uh, his pants, which, uh, you know, well done. So really, I guess, in terms of sculpting, most of the interesting stuff is in those accessories, like the, the belt, which is, a, as I said, a separate piece. It's that sort of rubbery uh, material. Uh, the lightsaber, which actually has the separate uh, blade, and so you can actually remove that, and he comes with uh, a set of binoculars. So uh, in terms of sculpt, not uh, a lot going on to really comment about. I actually think it all looks great, um, what you can see. Uh, I do like the fact that he is a little bit bigger because when you put, you know, uh, Jedi Luke near any of the other figures, he just looks like a midget and it looks really quite uh, bizarre. So... So yeah, I think uh, sculpt everything about it is 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 great except for the the kimono bathrobe thing, which is uh, a little bit difficult to work with. Uh, in terms of paint, um, again, not a lot going on, but that's actually pretty cool because you know the the less paint, the less chance of slop and stuff like that. There's a little bit of um, a highlight to the hair, which um, brings it out nicely. In fact, uh, you notice that uh, his hair is actually different colours depending on which figure you're looking at. So the Jedi Luke has much darker hair. Uh, I think this one's actually fairly well captured compared to um, the original um, shots from the movie that I that I looked at. Um, the eyes aren't too bad. They're, um, they're tempos, but one of them's a little bit sort of 
off compared to the other. It's uh, one of those situations where most angles he looks pretty good, but every now and then he looks like he's given you the evil eye. Um, but, uh, yeah, mine's actually pretty good compared to some of them that I've actually seen. So most of the detail in terms of the paint goes to the boots and the pants, and I think the boots, they've done a, a fairly good job. There's a little bit of weathering on those as well. So uh, I think this is where there's a little bit of inconsistency. The pants and the boots have a little bit of weathering to them. However, the uh, the, the smock slash bathrobe looks perfectly clean. Um, John, you wouldn't be uh, pleased at all to, to see this one in hand because it's mm-hmm. it's incredibly white. It looks like he's just un you know unwrapped his gift. You know, in the in the movie when he's on the Death Star, I always thought he looked that way. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it doesn't come across as really dirty in any any of the scenes. So, but anyway, um, it's it's not as brilliant white as a lot of the promo shots um, give you that impression, but it's certainly very consistent in in the look. It's consistently clean all the way. There's sort of no dark areas. Um, in terms of articulation, this guy has pretty much all the stuff you'd expect from the Star Wars black. Now, there's nothing unusual. Um, instead of, uh, I did actually notice that instead of a um, uh, a ball joint head, which means you could actually remove the head and swap it with other figures, this one doesn't. This one actually has a pin and disc head, um, that, and he actually gets a really good range of motion. You can actually get that chin right down on the chest, which I actually thought was pretty cool. So uh, lots of really good movement in the head, and it's not sort of restricted by the hair or anything like that. Um, all the other sort of stuff is uh, pretty much the same, uh, as you'd expect from Star Wars Black. We get um, double-jointed uh, elbows and knees, which are really cool. I actually realised that he's got thigh cuts. The, the thigh cuts are so well done. Um, it's a shame they're covered up by the bathrobe because um, they're really uh, blended quite well into the into the thighs, even though they're sculpted. Um, we get uh, Vonner ankles, which is really good. However, my ankles were almost completely stiff. I had to uh, have him stand in some hot water to loosen them up and get some oh, movement because no. I couldn't actually get him to. I couldn't actually get him to stand properly because I couldn't get the ankles to move. So, but the, yeah, hot water did the trick and loosened it up. I shouldn't have to do that with an action figure, especially you know something at the twenty dollars price point. You you know you expect articulation to move. Uh, yeah, everything else is the same. You've got pin and disc um, wrists, and there is actually a, a what is it? It's more of a waist ball joint, um, which doesn't get a lot of movement in it but it does allow you to sort of um, add to some of those action scenes so uh, plenty of good articulation to you know if you want to get in some uh, really cool posing then this guy will uh, will let you do that without a problem uh can't say that the kimono will actually come out very well on the other side but hey you know, there you go now in terms of accessories we get ourselves uh, a lightsaber with the removable blade so that's pretty cool uh it does actually have a little hook on it and there is a, a piece on his belt where you can actually um hang the uh the, the handle of the saber off and the binoculars which he comes with um this is probably the biggest frustration there is actually a little thing that allows you to put those on his belt there's like a little sort of tab on the back of it that slips over the the belt which is really nifty but his hands are actually in the lightsaber holding hands and uh, i actually couldn't get him to hold the uh, binoculars in any kind of decent position so uh, i've got one photo on the facebook page where he's 
he's kind of just got his hands up and they're resting on top. But um, despite the fact that the fingers are actually flexible, you'd have to seriously fight to get those in there. And I'd actually be concerned that um, you might open them too far and, and sort of restrict um, you know, how far they come back and then he wouldn't hold the lightsaber properly. So I didn't want to force the hands to hold those binoculars. So really it makes them sort of, you know, effectively useless unless you just hook them on the belt and leave them there. But because they are bulky, they, they take up a lot of space. So uh, overall, you know, I actually really enjoyed this figure. Um, the only sort of downside I have is that that bathrobe is, is a little difficult to work with. Um, you know, I, I really... I'm having a lot of trouble faulting this one. I think uh, I've got um, such an affinity for this particular version of the character. Uh, I think, you know, Vespa and Luke is always going to be my favourite, but I don't know that Hasbro executed that one particularly well. So this is probably my favourite Luke since the original Wave 1 flight suit Luke. Oh. And, yeah, I'm, I'm really struggling to sort of take... Um, you know, look, the, the bathrobe is a, a pain in the butt and it really does take a lot of effort to position it so it looks natural rather than sort of this giant oversized handkerchief that's been folded around him. So, uh, you know, I might drop off, you know, half a point for that and, you know, I shouldn't have to uh, use boiling water to get those ankles and, and lightsaber um, shaped, you know, to, to be able to use them with the figure. So... I don't know. I, I still I don't feel like I, I need to take any points off of that. So it's probably a, a good solid nine out of ten dollars from me. Hmm. I I think I would have liked to have seen the the lightsaber on a peg rather than that hook. That whole hook looks a little oversized to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's awkward, but it, it actually works well. You can get it off quickly. Um, it, there's no sort of stress on it, like sticking a peg in a hole. Um, you know, you're left with a really odd looking hole when he's not, when he's got it in his hand, but this is effortless, you know, it, it fits on really well. Um, the hook, it curves up enough that, you know, it's not going to accidentally fall off if you bump the figure. Uh, you know, it's, it's fun, you know, and, and it makes the, the good thing about this, you know, after I, I sort of played with this guy for a while, you know, it really made me want, you know, Tuscan Raiders and it makes me want an Alec Guinness, uh, Obi-Wan, um, and a six-inch scale land speeder. I mean, hello, you know, that just seems like a, a given now that we've had a, a friggin' giant two-foot TIE fighter. So I'm happy that they went with the fabric for this. I think that in terms of elevating it to that kind of, you know, real collector level and what I expected from Star Wars Black because, you know, the, the, for whatever reason, the lull in um, the releases of this uh, really lost me, you know, like it's, so yeah. it's good to see yeah. some stuff coming, but they definitely have, uh, really slacked off in terms of building hype for it, you know, like, mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah, look, I was definitely like you, I, I was in pretty much the exact same point you were, I just, I just decided to hang in there and, and, um, I've enjoyed the episode seven stuff and, and even getting, you know, Ahsoka and, uh, and Kanan as well. Um, you know, getting a big box of stash from, from Mike S has kind of, um, you know, revitalized me for this line and, uh, you know, coming up in the next wave, I think it's the classic ATAT -AT driver and the classic snowtrooper. So despite the fact that they're army builders and that's going to kill me, it, it's fun that we're actually heading back in, in that particular <laughs> direction again. Uh, so good stuff. 
Well, good. And glad to hear you're still enjoying that one. I, hey. I, I, I love hearing it because hearing you talk about that is like about the stage I was at when Power of the Force 2 came out in the 90s. And, and yeah. it's, it's cool to, to, to hear a collector talking you know, like Star Wars about that. And it, 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 it makes, makes me feel good inside. <laughs> Glad I could help. <laughs> so, anyway, we will be right back after this to tell each other, maybe make each other jealous with the thing or envious or something about the things we got. I don't know. We'll be back after this. We'll find out. Dressed this way, she's a Navy Wayne. But beneath that uniform, she is the Wonder Woman doll. And now you can create your own Wonder Woman adventures with these other dolls. Major Steve Trevor, Nubia, Wonder Woman, Super Foe. Gotcha, Major. Wonder Woman, hurry! I'll save you, Major, as soon as I talk to you, Lucy. Wonder Woman, Major Steve Trevor, and Nubia dolls sold seven. Well, we're all here because we collect stuff and amass stuff, and this is the part of the show where like we like to tell each stuff. other. <laughs> we like to tell each other about the stuff that we have amassed, amassed. and say and say neener neener neener. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, what are you neenering us about? Oh man, I am um, my Mike guess order just about broke the credit card. Some um, a huge box of Star Wars Black Goodness. Um, I am almost up to date and I picked up the, um, the Luke and Wampa, um, deluxe set, the Han and Tauntaun deluxe set. And of course now that, um, the Luke and Wampa is, is Luke in his, uh, Hoth gear, it means I'm going to have to get another Han and Tauntaun set so that they've both got a Tauntaun. Oh no. Right on. Mm, I know. I know. Jesus sucks. They'll release um, one down the track. <laughs> uh, I got um, two of the new uh, uh, Tie pilots. Um, I've got two of the Tie fighters, the Episode Seven Tie fighters, and they actually come with Tie pilots. But because um, because there are two man ship uh, or two two person ship, um, I got two more of those to um, to help out. Um, I also managed to get another of the original Tie pilots. I only had the one, so he's got a buddy. Uh, I got two of the resistance troopers um, from the the latest wave, and of course, um, Tatooine Luke, uh, Ahsoka, Kanan, and I finally got a Ray and BB-8, which I'm excited oh, about because cool. yeah, it looks like it's um, uh, looks like it's the second issue of Ray and BB-8. So this BB-8 actually looks a lot more weathered than the the first release. Hey. So yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, well, John approves. Mm. Yeah, he looks a bit dusty in that. So, very so. Oh, and I picked up one of the Funko Mystery Mini Horror Series 2 one just on a whim, and uh, I got the fly. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, he's, he's a nifty, nifty little figure. So, yeah, that was my, my stash this week. Well, Justin. Mm, yes, I know. Leading the side down. Throw up, man. <laughs> no. Um, look, I have some uh, more WWE stuff on the way. Oh, and, sure. Uh, it's on the way. Yeah, it's on the way. It didn't arrive <laughs> in time for the show from eBay. But, um, yeah, I thought it would arrive this week. But, it, but the postman didn't come to our street on Friday. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> if we're a no-go zone, I hope they still deliver pizzas down here. Otherwise, <laughs> we're stuffed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so nothing. Sorry. Well, that's all right. Sorry. 
Scott, what, what, what have you uh, amassed? I, yeah, I got the uh, a few figures from the Marvel Legends Giant Man Civil War wave. I don't really want the movie figures, but I got uh, Nick Fury, Red Guardian. You, you will. Um, <laughs> well, I don't think I don't know. Um, the Red Guardian um, nuke, and I got the Nick Fury. I actually did get the Black Panther just because of the way that the it was an eBay purchased from a local seller. Um, I had one of those kind of really taxing uh, message exchanges <laughs> where, you know, like this happens with um, oh. sometimes, you know, when you're emailing people at work and that sort of thing, you know, those people that can only answer one question per email. So you, you yes. ask, you know, like, <laughs> so, hi, I just bought these. Um, the, and I bought, uh, so where is local pickup? When can I do it? And also, do you have the Nick Fury as well? And no reply for ages. And finally, you know, I pestered, pestered. Finally, uh, here, local pickup is here. Great. So what times can you do that? And by the way, do you have the Nick Fury as well? <laughs> I can do it at this time. Great. Uh, We've got a date and a time. Now, by the way, did you have the Nick Fury? Yes. <laughs> okay. And how much would he cost as well? And by the way, can we confirm that time? Yes, I can do that time. Great. And how much for the next year? Like, I was just like, oh my gosh. So the fact that he, the guy actually turned up, um, and it wasn't, so it wasn't just like a little private seller. It was someone who has a little business, you know, kind, kind of thing. So um, hilarious. Anyway, but I got the toys, and uh, I think we're just waiting now for Eddie to get his. And uh, which, which Nick Fury is this? This is the well, co- it's, original it's, comic yeah. classic one. Okay. I'd say it's none in particular. Like it's not. He actually looks very young, but I guess we'll talk about that. Young. I didn't know if it, it's not Sam Jackson Nick Fury. No, no, the, no, the comic oh. even. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so you have to wait for me as well. Oh, do we? Okay. Ah, oh, jeez. How long are we waiting for you? Well, I'll, well, I'll speak in a second about that. Uh, oh, okay. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> One question at a time, please. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I I do apologize. Carry on. Uh, anyway, that's cool. I, I, I blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what were we talking about? Me. Did I get, about me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. We were talking about you. Yeah, I know. I'm done then. Now, uh, who's Red Guardian? Oh. oh. Wait, yeah. <laughs> How long have you got? <laughs> He's basically the Russian Captain America. Ah. Uh, well, because I think of Guardian and I think of... Uh, I'll flight. Yeah, yeah. No. I think of Way the before Soviet him. super soldiers. He he joined would, the Soviet super soldiers later and uh, became their leader. I get that. I get that. Like I said, I I think Guardian and I think Alpha Flight, so I was confused. Fair enough. I got something this week. Actually I got a couple things. Um I got a, a new figure and uh it is Shinken Gold from Shinkenger. So my Shinken Red now has a Shinken Gold to go with him. But he doesn't have all the accessories I expected. And actually, I don't think he has enough hands. Wow. Which for a figure art is kind of odd. Are you just disappointed just the sheer number of hands by counting them? Or do you think he's actually missing hands that he should have, such as karate chop or something like that? He doesn't have enough left hands. Right. He has lots of right hands, but not enough left hands, I think. I think. Is he missing... A left hand for, you know, barbecue grilling? Like, is there a specific left hand that you are hoping he'd have that he didn't have? Well, he is a sushi chef. So, you know, he doesn't come with a sushi knife. 
So, you know, and then there's some other accessories that I think it's odd that he's missing. So I'll maybe talk about that at some point in time. I think I'm, I'm going to do him as a, but I, I just got him yesterday. So I haven't even taken like all the accessories and bits out. So I want to make sure I'm not missing something and give him a fair shake. Right. And then I, uh, I too got a mystery mini this week, but I got one from, uh, kind of horror related, uh, five nights at Freddy's. Uh, and I do not, and I do not know the characters from that game. So, um, mm-hmm. this guy's like a little fox, and he's got an eye patch and a hook hand. He, he, he looks evil enough. I dig him. So, mm-hmm. there you go. That's what I got. Oh, and I pre-ordered some stuff for Marauder. Uh, they had a sale going on: buy thirty-five dollars worth of stuff and get a free figure. So, I ordered all of these stuff to make a custom Punisher. Which ah, is cool. cool. So. I will probably be looking for some advice because I got to figure out how to put his skull on. And that's about the only thing I'm going to have to do. I think paint wise for the, the main part of the figure. Nifty. Yeah. So more on that when that comes in as well. Anyway, if nobody else has anything, Justin, anything, the uh, mailman turned up yet? No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Um, if no one else has anything to report, we'll be right back with another toy of the week. The Unmen are back for revenge, and they want Swamp Thing! Weed Killer's poisoning Swamp Thing's home! Who can save it? Swamp Thing! Nobody poisons the Swamp Trap! I live here! It's feeding time for my Venus Flytrap! Ah! It won't stop me! Is this the ah! end of Swamp Thing? No! My mighty Bog Rover will put an end to you! Fire! Swamp Thing, oh! Guardian of the Earth! Swamp Trap playset, Bog Rover and figures sold separately. Well, whenever he's on the show, he always goes last because he never fails to delight. And he always does an excellent job of reviewing whatever he's looking at. It is our one and only fearless leader, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Good grief. Thank you, John. (laughs) Um, uh, You can have a raise. I I will, um, yeah, double. What's double zero? Whatever it is, you can have it. Um, so I am actually doing a little trio of Kotobukiya DC products tonight Kodu, from Kotobukiya. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Bashao Jiao? No, no, they're not Bashao. No, they're not Bashao Jiao. Um, no, no. So Kotobukiya has got a few different lines. Um, in the DC space, there is the Bashojo line, of course, which is the um, more uh, stylistic interpretation of the DC females. Then we have the Artifacts Plus line, which is the one-tenth scale uh, versions of uh, basically New 52 characters, but quite a deep um, line and one that seems to be continuing, which is great. And then they also have a smaller line of one-six scale statues. And so I'm going to look briefly at each of three different uh, products that I picked up recently, two in the Artifacts Plus line, and then one in the one-six scale line. So I'm going to start with the smaller statues and the one that I got first. And this is the DC Comics Lex Luthor Artifacts Plus statue. Uh, these are all 2016 acquisitions and releases. Now, this is Lex in his New 52 uh, battle armor version. And if you're not familiar with this line, 
These are, like I said, one-tenth scale. So Lex stands 20 centimeters tall or 7.9 inches tall. Um, they all come in the same style of packaging, which is a plastic box uh, that has got some character art in it with the piece visible and then what I call the reverse clamshell, which is uh, the um, clamshell uh, on the inside held together by a few little pegs and when you open it up you can pull out your little figure. Um, so it's pretty collector friendly, definitely something that you could take out and put back again either to store or uh, resell. A um, few little bits of plastic around the pieces for a bit of protection, but pretty easy to open. All of these uh, come with a black square base that uh, has got a magnetic edge to it because the pieces have magnets in their feet, um, but they, for 99% of the pieces, they aren't necessary. You can display without them. I've got one or two that have got balance issues that prevent that. Personally, I don't like displaying them on the bases because they take up a lot more room on the shelf. And these, I think, look great as a group. Uh, so we've had a lot of Batman characters in this line, all the key members of the Justice League. Um, it's been a bit short on villains, but there are um, some baddies coming. We've got Joker and Sinestro um, on the way, and we've had Black Adam probably as the main baddie. Catwoman, of course, kind of sits in the middle of that, that space, um, but Lex is a, a big-name bad guy. These are PVC, um, so they're pretty light, um, they're also uh, pretty um, uh, sturdy. I mean, I wouldn't suggest bashing it against the table, but um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, unless you really hated it or you're really angry, um, but, you know, these are really uh, quite sturdy, nicely done. Um, I haven't really had any quality control issues with them because I guess of the way that they're produced, etc. And the sculpting on these is really quite intricate. Um, the uh, sculptor for Lex Luthor is Ike Jitsukata, and uh, the detail on the power uh, battle armor is just amazing, like really, really detailed, beautifully sculpted. Um, it looks like there's actually a couple of add-on pieces to this. He's got the kind of you know shoulder pad um, armor pieces that actually look like they are probably not part of the the mold. They've been glued on because they're raised, which is great. And then he's also got the kind of oh, what I'm, I'm terrible at this language. What, what's the kind of um, you know wrist or arm guard thing that they he's got on his band brace? What's talking called? about the armor on the forearms? It's yeah. called a band brace. A van brace. Vam, wow. Vam, V-A-M-B-R-S-E. Oh, Vam. Yeah. Oh, of course, protecting Vam. the Vams. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Because, yeah. you know, those Vam Very injuries important. are pretty nasty. So. Yeah, they um, are. Yeah. And that looks like that could be a separate piece glued on as well. Really, really nicely done. Um, the One of the things I really like about Lex is, um, and a lot of these have got some great use of metallic uh, paint. And then, but of course, when you've got his... Um, head, his big bald head, you know, the, the matte, uh, flesh, 
flesh paint on that. <laughs> I'm saying it's a good thing. Again, again with the shaved head people. <laughs> Big bald head. Big bald head. Um, well, I, I have to say it's pretty like he's got a big head. I think that one of the things that um, sometimes when people are sculpting bald characters, I think proportions can be a little bit difficult uh, to do. And I, I think it's either the size of his head or the, the maybe his eyes and eyebrows or eyebrows in particular are just set a little bit low, but it makes him look a little bit like a Volvo lad, you know, the kind of big, um, <laughs> the, the big, big head there. It's not, it's not terrible, but I did kind of think, well, I'm not quite sure that that quite works. Um, it has got a kind of a very flat, um, s- square sort of forehead, which is uh, a bit odd. Um, the other kind of little issue that I have with this is that he's got, you know, very, very unhappy, obviously, because he's bald. I mean, because he's a bad guy. And, um, the, uh, so he's got the, um, you know, big frowny eyebrows and then he is gritting his teeth. But in my actual piece, I can see if I look really closely that there is actually a, a line sculpted between the teeth. The individual teeth aren't sculpted, but the line is very faint and it almost looks like he's wearing like a mouth guard. Um, so it's just, mm. yeah, it's, it's just a little bit, it's, I don't know, a tiny bit distracted by it. I think if I have to kind of hold it right in front of my face to see whether or not there's any line for the teeth sculpted, then it isn't pronounced enough. And, um, obviously, you know, there's white paint there. Uh, it's actually, just it's quite funny looking it really looks like he's you know playing um futuristic football with his you know armor on and his mouth guard in um do, so do you, so. you know do you know what this figure looks like to me mm-hmm. if if you didn't if i just saw this on your shelf and i was over I would think this is a Dragon Ball character yeah well and i think because of the, the pose and the the yeah, head and the teeth the head. The, yeah, yeah the head it's just a little bit uh, I don't think that the head sculpt is nailed. Um, if I was the art director, I would have uh, tweaked this a bit just in terms of size of forehead, positioning of eyebrows, um, because it just doesn't look quite right. And then the teeth on top still of it. A, so. it's still a hundred times better than Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> True. Yeah, and look, I'm being nitpicky, right? But I'm, you know, part of part of what we do is try and give people points to look at yeah. and, and you know help make decisions. So it's d- definitely because I love the line doesn't put me off, and I love the armor. I think it's fantastic, but I just don't think the head sculpt um, gets a hundred percent from me. Um, but it's well balanced. It's well sculpted. Um, no problem standing without the base, and uh, sits really nicely with the other figures. So. Um, still a definite yay to add to the collection. Now, another... Okay. I'm trying um, to figure out if my forehead's too big now. Well, it's, it's not <laughs> just about the size. It's also about how flat it is. Like this guy, who put, put him on yeah. an angle, he looks like he's banged his head against the table so many times that it's actually flattened his forehead <laughs> out. It's really quite bizarre. Anyway, um, so moving on to the other of the artifacts statues that I am reviewing. And this is Red Robin. Now in the new 52 uh, world, um, 
one of the properties that really got the shaft in the New 52 was Teen Titans. Um, when that uh, book launched, the uh, the as well as some of the designs of the characters, their New 52 origins, etc., were just wackadoodle. Um, and the so this Red Robin in New 52 um, language is Jason Todd. Um, and oh, sorry, no, sorry, is is Tim Drake? Take it back, take it back. And they in in the beginning of New Fifty Two, they seem to have kind of removed all of his history and some of his um, Batman links, etc. But then they did restore some of that a bit later on. Um, they gave him an, an outfit which is definitely distinctive. Um, the thing that I liked about it was that he got some kind of armored wings and i'm a big fan of tim drake i really like him as a mm. a, a character mm. not the um middle-aged just out of prison arkham knight version um <laughs> you mean but, the bald version <laughs> it's not, oh my gosh. dude i'm sorry you uh, you have an issue you have a serious issue okay. well yeah uh, <laughs> bald since i was 17 <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, so this is sculpted by Naoya Muto, who I think has done more of these. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. Um, still one-tenth scale, but this obviously shorter character. He's seven inches tall. Again, comes with the uh, black base, but doesn't need it. He does have an accessory, which is a staff that is packed separately, but um, is inserted into his right arm. And a really nice pose on this. He's um, pointing forward, which could be daggy, but it actually, just because of the way they're doing it, it looks quite cool. He's got a little bit of a smirk on his face as well, and it's just a re- really nicely done. Um, one thing I was a bit surprised by in terms of the packaging was that it's actually not just got the kind of DC New 52, but it actually has the New 52 Teen Titans logo on it. I don't know whether maybe there was a plan to do more of these. I doubt we'll see more now that, you know, we're into rebirth or whatever it's going to be. Um, but I, uh, because there's so many back characters already done in this line, this is one I really wanted to add to it. I've got all of them except for the, there was a San Diego exclusive Alfred either last year or the year before, which I have not managed to, to pick up. This is really fun. The sculpting is great. Um, the work on his uh, little wings and the, the backpack thing that powers it is fantastic. Sculpting is um, lovely and some really nice mix of metallic and matte paint, um, which I'm really enjoying. The little That little smirk and um, the way that the, the pose is just inspired. Um, and they've done some really fun things with um, some of these, you know, not too wacky. We haven't the, the um, solicited but not yet released uh, Roller Disco Sinestro may break all of this because I'm quite concerned <laughs> about that pose. Um, but, yeah. um, you know, these are quite fun. The scale of these is fantastic. And in the Bat characters particularly where you've got Nightwing, Batgirl, Damien, um, Red Hood, etc., they've done a really nice job of um, doing these well scaled to each other. So they just work really nicely as a group. Um, his hair is actually really nicely sculpted. It's got a little bit of a curl um, in it. It's quite comic accurate. 
Um, so I'd, you know, take my hat off. Uh, paint, just beautiful. Really, really lovely. Could not possibly find anything to complain about him. So I'll dolly rate these two before I move on to a different scale. Um, Lex, I'm going to go a nine because I'm just, the, the head sculpture's not uh, 100% for me. Red Robin gets a very solid 10. Um, and I, I really love this line and I hope that, um, it does continue even though we're moving on from new 52. Um, I think that even if they come back and do some of the, um, characters in their rebirth, uh, costumes, I'm still in for it because I love this scale. I love the line. I think it's so fun in the U S these are going to run you around the 55 to $65 mark. Um, in Australia, uh, it's definitely worth shopping around for these. It doesn't seem to be a really consistent price point. You can, I sometimes see them in the kind of $70, $80 space, sometimes in the $130 space. Um, so it partly depends on the individual piece and the exchange rate at the time that they come out. Um, but it's always worth shopping around because you will find that there's big differences um, in the different shops and retailers uh, here. Um mm-hmm. Any comments on those two from you guys before we move on to Flash? I, you keep tempting me. Every time you review one of these artifacts, you really have tempted me yeah. into getting more of them. I, I, I was looking, not, not at DC one, but I was looking at the new movie Captain America pretty hard because I, I really like that particular pose and that particular one. Mm-hmm. But um, Yeah. yeah um, every, I see these sergeant. Yeah, every time you review one of these, I'm always like, oh, man, that's so cool. <laughs> I see them on display at my local Zing sort of pop culture store, and um, I just I try to avoid them completely. Huh. Well, my my younger my, – sorry, my eldest um, has got quite a few of, of these, not as many as I do, but um, she – I think, you know, they're a great little – uh, they don't take up a lot of space. They're not terribly expensive as far as this sort of stuff goes. Lots of positives about them. Yeah, if um, if we had a thing, it might be you know harder to resist. You know, <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact I have to order online for these, it would, yeah, yeah. It would mm. definitely be harder to resist. So, um, but yeah, I, I love all of them and I appreciate you reviewing them. Yay! Hmm. Okay, well. I'm going to um, just move on to a larger scale. So artifacts um, in the 1-6 scale uh, DC space is a much smaller line. Previously we've had uh, Batman in a couple of different, um, same sculpt, but a couple of different paint um, styles, a black and a black and gray one, which I have, and then there's a blue one as well. There's a Wonder Woman, which I believe Justin has. And yeah, rev- and I have the Batman as well. Yeah. And reviewed on the show um, at one point. Yeah. I've, I have um, hovered over that a few times but not picked it up yet, but that may change now that I've got this. There's a Superman as well, which, again, I missed, but which seems to have had a re-release. Um, yeah, actually, I've got him. Yeah, they're actually they're, they're fresh. They must have done another run of him because they're out at the moment. Um, and if you're in Australia mm. and you're near a Zing, Zing is carrying them, so – going to have a look um and then they have released uh flash so this is um sculpted by koei matsumoto and uh, interestingly this is based on a um jim lee uh concept that he did at a kotobukiya store in japan um so you know look i have to say that i don't i don't quite understand 
like why Jim Lee has to design everything and why Jim it's designed <laughs> by Jim Lee. Um, and even with the new rebirth stuff, they're like, oh, by Jim Lee. I'm like, oh, great, again. Yay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously a very talented mm-hmm. artist, but I'm just not quite sure why that is the gigantic selling point. It is because there are lots of great artists out there that also can design things. Um, Mark Jim Lee off guest list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, all of his little friends as well. Thank you very much. Um, the So this is 1-6 scale. Um, this is, I believe he is 12 inches, uh, 12 inches tall. Um, uh, there's a, a couple of oh sorry I'll start with packaging so this is a different bit different from um, the uh, uh, artifacts uh, smaller stuff um, it's still actually got the big reverse clamshell inside but the um, outside is more of a cardboard type thing and interestingly the, there's it's like cardboard or or lot heavy paper attached to the plastic and when I was trying to open mine because it's got the little plastic seal on it when i pulled the plastic seal off it actually started ripping the the yeah. heavy heavy paper on the back and i was like ah, no so i managed to kind of hold it together uh, there but if i'd done a stronger um kind of pull of the little seal thing i think i could have really ripped it which would have been pretty disappointing um so just be aware and it's got some nice art and some history of the character and the the piece on it and then inside the reverse clamshell there's two pieces there is flash and then there is the base the base is a um the the flash insignia with then um see-through little um pieces on the other side that have the kind of you know flash whooshing speeding um lines on it it's very cute um there are peg holes in this it does stand fine without the base but the base doesn't actually take up much more space than the figure and it looks uh really good um in terms of the production of this piece the quality of it i have no issues um it is uh, obviously a pvc piece and i can see you know there are some real advantages in terms of using that sort of material in this uh scale because a like that it's quite light which then means that um shipping is less expensive um it is um quite uh yeah it is a plastic and so things like fingers etc um are you're bendable if they're bumped they're not going to snap off and I don't think that there is a character that bene- will benefit more from that than the Flash, because if you have collected, you know, it, even just a few um, Flash action figures and statues um, in your time, then you have most likely experienced the um, pain of having his little ear prongs or um, boot prongs snap off um that very hard to kind of keep on so having a little bit more flexibility there is actually a great thing um the quality of the uh the paint application is great as well absolutely no issues there um there is just a really fantastic touch to this because this is the barry allen flash and when you have a really close look at his um uh face and his eyes he has got uh blonde eyebrows um you know barry allen's uh in the comics is a blonde and when you have a little look at i kind of had a close look and i was like is that 
Yeah, it is. Actually, his little eyebrows have been painted blonde, which is just great. Mm. Um, really clever. Um, the one thing that I find a little bit odd about this is that obviously this hasn't all been cast as one piece. His arms um, and his head, I, from what I can tell, seem to be have been done separately and then um, glued together. Uh, possibly his boots as well, but the boots being a difference in color, there's no noticeable seam. Where on in the middle of his, uh, like I guess upper bicep, and then also on at the back of his head and his um, neck, there are very obvious seams uh, where these have been put together. And at first I thought, oh, that's an odd design choice to to do that because that's not normal musculature but then when i looked at the looked at it more closely you know i might be mistaken but it it seems to me like that they are separate pieces that have actually been joined together um and i don't know it's just a little bit tricky but this is uh as far as statues go if you're buying this in the states you're looking at 100 120 um, dollars. By the time you get this to Australia, you're looking more in the 200 to 220 space. Um, yeah. So mm. it is, you know, not, not, uh, cheap. Um, and I don't know, it, it doesn't really bother me. It's just kind of a bit of a weird thing. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a bit of a weird thing. Yeah. Just looking at it, I was thinking, oh, I wonder why they sculpted it like that. And I thought, ah, oh, I think they're separate pieces. I'm not sure why that was necessary, but it just is, it detracts a little bit from me, um, from it. But I, you know, it's, it's obviously a design, um, choice and that's fine. I, I think that getting these at this, uh, price point, which obviously is still a lot cheaper than, um, you know, the, uh, a more traditionally made, um, statue, uh, is great. I'm glad that they've added beyond the kind of typical three characters they always do. Um, I would love to see more characters come um, in this line. I'm happy that there are more kind of uh, generic uh, looks or more classic looks than just the New 52 look as well. And I'm really glad to have this. And I'm, even though I don't really like the seams, I'm not going to take Dolly's away for that. I still think he's a he's a 10. Mm. Cool. You think that, that that's partly driven by the popularity of the show, though, that we uh, got him? I think so. I've I've noticed, because you know, my eldest is a huge Flash fan, and I've really noticed a, um increase in just general Flash merchandise. Like, you know, we you walk past, um, you know, little trinkety things with DC stuff in it, and uh, Flash is a lot more prominent in it than, you know, he would have been at one point. And uh, I'm sure the show has helped because it is very popular and it's great. Is, is, is your daughter all in on the show? I mean, is she? Oh yeah. She, yeah. Okay. All, she, she's, yeah. All, she's all the DC stuff. Like I, I flash and Supergirl are the two ones that I don't like to miss. Um, Supergirl is the family. The whole family likes that one. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Arrow and, and legends of tomorrow. I can live without, um, like it's just, I don't, I'm not desperate to to watch that, but Miss Fifteen records and watches them all because we don't we don't have television stuff on during the week. They get a limited um, you know budget of that stuff on the weekend, and hers is pretty much all used up by those shows. That's <laughs> oh well, yeah. no uh, no Gotham for you guys. Huh? Oh, she likes Gotham too. 
Oh, okay. I that's I Gotham. I don't get Gotham at all, but um, I, she, I like it. But yeah, that's just me. I think it just kind of lost me right at the beginning, and then I've just never given it another mm. chance. But she really likes it, so there you go. You just summed it up completely for me. <laughs> mm, I, I love I love this Flash figure. I'm just I'm looking at your your Facebook album, and it just uh, it's just so nice to still be able to walk in and see something that is just pure classic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's great, and, and so not, there's a, a few angles that it works from as well. Um, like you know, you can there's a few different ways that you could angles you could display this on, um, and it, it, it's really you know quite nice. Um, and uh yeah so that's my Kotobukiya cavalcade um <laughs> one, one one last small question will yeah. he stand without the base oh yeah okay. no problems because all your pictures had the base that's what i was asking oh you're right just, I did. Wanted, just just wanted to make sure well you know partly though because once i put him on the base it's actually a little bit hard to get him off it so <laughs> mm-hmm. then i was like ah, i can't be bothered okay yeah i just just wonder yeah no he's okay. he's sturdy without the base Cool. Well, thank you for that. Excellent reviews as always, Scott. And we will be right back with some feedback to wrap the show up. The signal goes out. The ferocious feline is on the prowl. But Bruce Wayne's custom coupe is loaded with surprises. Batman returns. What was that? It's Batman. But Batman's unstoppable. No, I'm not. Batman strikes back. Batman returns. Bruce Wayne figure included with custom coupe. Other figures sold separately. Well, before we close out the show, we always like to, you know, share some feedback with you guys because we love feedback. We live on feedback and we love to hear from you. Good, bad, <laughs> indifferent. We just love hearing from you. And you can get hold of us in a number of different ways. You can go to facebook.com backslash action figure blues or you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com or you can go visit us in the forum at afbforum.com all those different ways but one of the ways we like to hear feedback is by itunes reviews and ben you have one of those yeah this is actually pretty cool we we often forget to check itunes because um when we did you know the first dozen or show dozen or so shows some four years ago we all um we all did our fake itunes reviews you know to make us look important and i didn't I don't have iTunes. Oh, what a good idea. I never did that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we have a new one. And um, the the Cass2323 from uh, the USA has given us a five-star review on iTunes. And she he said, a great source of news and reviews and a must-listen for any action figure collector. So that's pretty awesome. Thanks, Cass2323. The little subject line of it I really liked because it said, every week like clockwork. That's us. <laughs> it's a miracle, but yeah. yeah. They only they knew. If only they knew. <laughs> That's right. If only they knew that we we record, you know, a whole year's worth of shows in one go. Yeah. It takes, you know, four recording sessions and yeah. ADR and... Yeah. Oh, and a lot of work to get all the inside knowledge about what's actually coming out, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, thank you, Cass. And uh, Justin... You have some feedback for us. I do. It's from our good friend of the show, Gray Mattis Blatt. And he's just in regards to the Muppet figure scale. He said, I'm told that the Diamond Select ones are scaled to be held by a six inch scaled figure. So, so I, I actually tweeted. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tweeted back at him and I, I, 
I said, that might be the case, but it's not my perception of Muppets. <laughs> you know, what do you, what I, do I don't you mean I, I that's not the scale I perceive Muppets in. I, that, you know what I mean? I don't perceive them as puppets and they're kind of free of scale for me. Ah. You know, I don't know. Like when I see Kermit, I don't think of him as, oh, okay, he's this big because somebody's hands got to fit in him. You know, I see him as, hey, he's Kermit and he's about the size of my head. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Yeah. Okay. Your mom's very. When you, when you add their legs and arms and stuff, it just gets a little weird. So I don't know. <laughs> are, are you going to try holding your Muppets next to six inch figures and see how they hold up, Scott. See, uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, the very, um, <laughs> the very unscientific experiment I did. Oh, damn it. I tell you what, I so wish I had not taken the little plastic band off of scooters glasses. I just, I, I Uh-oh. may, I may Uh-oh. actually have to buy another one just because eventually I feel like scooters glasses are going to end up either, in the dog's stomach or the vacuum cleaner. Anyway, <laughs> um, he, I just held him up against my Eric O'Grady um, black ant figure, and I would have to say that at a glance it does look like that could be true. Hmm. Okay. Well, with that great scientific experiment, hmm. our, question, our questions are answered. Yeah. So, and Justin got a warning for his scooter figure when he gets them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Actually, oh, one thing I didn't put in the feedback, but I did have um, somebody uh, message me and say thanks for the heads up about the um, Gonzo artwork that is in the little plastic bag of the um, instructions. So I just thought I'd mention it again because it would be a huge bummer to throw that out. It's meant to go on the easel, so mm. make sure that you check mm. your little instructions baggie. Mm. Well, that's that's good. Um, I have a bunch of those little Palisades artwork pieces cause they had like uh, some that went with the uh, backstage set and I, I never put them on. They were just kind of random. You could put them on and random. They're like posters. Um, so I need to scan all those. I have this weird thing where whenever I get stickers, I always like to scan them first before I use them. Wow. Do you keep them yeah. in a spreadsheet? No, I just have a file. Okay. What's, and so, what's the purpose of scanning them? <laughs> if I ever need to, if I ever need to remake them, like if um, you know, I uh, won't get damaged yeah. or something. That's very cool. So, there's actually a cool website if you're a Star Wars collector, especially vintage, and you need oh, some, of old, some of those old uh, stickers. You know, you want to redo them. Um, it's Eric Stormtrooper, Eric with a K. Um, if you look for him, he's actually got a bunch of those scans of those old stickers on on his website. So you can go ahead and get the William Falcon or, you know, troop transport or whatever you need. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Well, that Little was fun. Thanks, everybody. That's all. All right. We will say goodbye, goodnight, of Eaterstein. Uh, Ciao. Remember, have your pet spader, spader neutered. Yeah. Well, Justin's wife will come and do it for you. <laughs> True. She'll leave me for two weeks. Mm. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye guys. I'll miss you. The Action Figure Blues Podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. 
We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, Bam Kapow, and Davy Boy's Toys. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at ActionFigureBlues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. ridiculous and I really object to it why is Justin and John calling me uh oh oh uh, well John's left our call Justin's calling me hello hello oh hi hello. Oh, hello. Hey. ha I fixed it fabulous force so there's another call I've got two oh. calls now I've got one with John and Ben in it on hold well why don't you hang that one up Go see what they want. Uh oh. Earth two. <laughs> <laughs> it was Lois. Lois was the key. <laughs> yeah, thanks for hanging up that one. I was cool on that planner. Oh man. Yeah. Did you want Justin or not? Oh, come on. This is Earth <laughs> One, Justin. Wait, are you sure? Um, toys of the week and the hosting sorted and i was about to say before you started putzing around with calls now we need to sort the news um i did think if you have a look at the prime one studios there's no way this is earth one scott (laughs) why (laughs) you're too befuddled Our Scott's got it got to going on, brother. Like, he's <laughs> getting his whacking murds fuddled. And I know. <laughs> I'm just doing that last part. Mm-hmm. Five, four, three. Our toys of the week are the Hasbro Star Wars Black Tatooine Luke Skywalker, the Coda Bukia Lex Luthor, and Red Robin Artifacts 1... Tenth scale statues and flash one six scale statue. One more time. Earth yep. one. Earth one. Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>